And the bottom is the big difference, to grind the coffee. It's a labor of love. Do a bit of chemistry. The scale is gonna be really, really helpful. Way superior. Ooh. The nice thing about these two so far is they're fairly inexpensive. And therefore how quickly the water's gonna pass. If you ever get a paper napkin. Pulling those oils out, bleached or unbleached, and some say, oh, definitely get unbleached. Push it down and <laughs> no matter how much you work out, it's not gonna happen. Welcome to bean stuff. Today on the podcast, we are talking about unplugged brewing. The, the only uh, caveat I like to give is you may need to plug in an uh, electric kettle. Unless you have a fire. Unless you have a fire, you go fully unplugged. But today <laughs> we're going to go through some methods kind of inspired in some, in some way, shape or form because a lot of us are now at home making coffee or maybe not going out as much. So just what are some easy... Uh, some easy kind of methods that are also going to give us good coffee results and something that we can try. And, you know, maybe we've, we've not heard of some of these and maybe we have heard of some, but mm -hmm. dad, I think there's kind of three, three important pieces that we need yes. to kind of keep in yeah. our mind as we go through this. What are those? Yeah, this is uh, probably if you're watching this podcast, you probably already know these things because that'll be important to you as well. But whenever you look at pour over manual, um, this unplugged idea of brewing, fresh mm. whatever it may be, you're going to have to have some certain things and remember to have them. One is you're going to have to grind the coffee. Mm -hmm. um, burr is going to be better um, for grinding consistent sized yeah. particles. Um, but all, all the methods we look at today, you're going to need a grinder. Otherwise, I would say a, that we, we do have that episode on grinding as well. Yep. So if there's any, you know, if you want kind of a, a little bit deeper dive into that, there is, uh, I would recommend going back to that episode. Yeah. Yeah. And you're going to need some patience too, because mm. again, if you listen to this podcast, you're probably already over that one, um, right. because it, it takes time. Whether you're in a stress machine, you certainly know this. But uh, even with these different pour over, uh, different uh, unplugged ideas, uh, they take time. It's going to take around about four minutes, every one of them, um, at mm -hmm. least. And then you're going to need to prepare. You're going to need to pour. It, you know, Ten minutes goes by, and you'll still be working at it in one sense. So it's not quick, but as we would say, it's, it's worth it. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, a, it's a labor of love in that yeah. sense. Which is, it is a labor, um, and I, I put that down as a technique. Each of them has their own technique and steps that probably – do need to be followed. Some are more f forgiving than others. Like a French mm -hmm. press is a little forgiving with grind size and how long you do it. But yeah. uh, some of the more fancy pour-over styles where you've got a hot water um, pouring on top of, of your coffee, it, it takes some technique to get the coffee going around, swirling the water, right. blooming. There's, there's some things to go on. So you're going to need to do a bit of chemistry, um, mm -hmm. slow down a little bit, and think through, hmm, what's the technique for this method? There are some of these techniques, French press in particular, that will, will, will allow you to uh, get a good cup of coffee from potentially a blade grinder or something like that. That's right, um, that's right. Yeah. And as we're talking about different accessories, uh, I, I know that there's some accessories that this is going to require, any of these processes. One is an electric yeah. kettle. Yeah, uh, yeah. And the other is obviously water. Which is, <laughs> um, is a topic in itself. You could just, we were away last weekend and the water through the, from the tap was hmm. horrible. I was so thankful I'd bought a little plastic thing of uh, filtered water. So the other thing you're going to need is a scale. 
scale, I mean, you can get away without a scale, but I think if you want to be consistent and get the same quality copy next time, a scale is going to be really, really helpful. And I believe that's key because if you want consistency, you're going to want to be able to monitor all aspects of that. I I appreciate the podcasts and videos that James Hoffman does. He's always very good with his testing and different things like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And a a scale is going to be crucial to replicating something that you like again and making sure you get the consistency of your pour and amount Mm -hmm. uh, and and things like that. It it, it reminds me, there's there's so many variables because you can get the right weight but if you grind the wrong size, you're going to have to change the weight. And that's where the chemist technique comes in because you, you will think about it and you will make some mistakes, and you'll, you have, but you'll have a lot of, lot of good coffee. And I, and I think another piece in tandem, I would say almost more important, but maybe that's arguable, is the timer. Uh, because I think maybe those yes. work in tandem because you're, yeah. you're looking for a certain volume over a certain time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, things like French press, you may not necessarily need a scale. You might need a scale to weigh out the ground coffee, but not so much yeah. the water if you're filling to the same point each time. But having that timer is also crucial. Being able to say this is brewed for this long and pull it out or, you know, press down on it yeah. or yeah. finish pouring, things like that. Um, and then last but not least, obviously some of these methods are going to require – an additional filter, like a paper yeah, filter, uh, like a yeah, paper filter. You're gonna get, mm-hmm. you can get metal filters. I'll tell you what this one's for shortly. But uh, and my favorite filter of all, like a, the Abel Cone filter. So they you're are an avid uh, Abel Cone. Uh, I must uh, be. I must fan. be. This is this is edition three. I've had the other two editions too, but this is certainly scale is going to be really really helpful way superior as we start talking about some of these different methods the first one we're going to go into is the hario v60 it's a popular at our work this is what they use all the time on the um in the tasting room a a v60 Mm. and the v60 is not just a word made up i believe it's the the angle here is 60 degrees Interesting. So the angle between the base and the cone structure uh, of yeah. the... Yeah, it's not 90 degrees. It would be straight up and down. It's 360. And I found when I was at work today, I, found, I was looking to bring some of these things. You can get different types. You can get the stainless steel one. Mm. Um, and you, Or this is the ceramic style one. Notice it's got... Both of them have little... Uh, what do you call those those bits on the side there? Um, it's almost got, uh, I would say, grooves that kind of yeah, go grooves. around in a That's spiral slowly down towards the center. And and if anyone's ever seen a pour over before, obviously if you're watching, this is a little bit different. But if you're listening to the podcast, the Hario or the V60 has a kind of a, a star-shaped hole at the bottom, which is a lot yes. larger than what you'd see yes. typically in a pour over. Yeah. And with, with it, of course, as we're saying, you're going to often need a filter. You will need one with a Hario. I have <laughs> it'd be uh, it'd be almost like chewy chewy coffee if it was no yes. filter. <laughs> yes, I've I've even used if you know when I'm missing my filter, I'd get some serviettes or something just to, and a, you've got to get a number of them because they to get so soggy it all goes through anyway. But right. this this the good thing about this the advantage of this one is that you're going to yeah. find consistency, delightful clean flavor profile for this particular coffee. It's easy to do. Um, but it, it's 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 just clean coffee. If you want something with a little more body, a little more density involved in it, this probably won't be for you. But for an ordinary cup of coffee, good. And this is, this might be a dumb question, but I'm I'm curious if if somebody was to ask you, so what's the difference? Is there a taste difference between a V60 and a pour over? 
if I make the same coffee those two different ways, am I actually going to taste the difference? Because for the uninitiated, it looks very similar. And it is. When we get on to the next one, which is the um, the the to wave, they look very similar, and they do have similarities in taste. But this is that that technique part. You'll find you can do things with a pour over, and the pour over part is these all come under that umbrella of the topic. They're all pour overs. We pour over water. That's true. Um, so, but uh, I mean, you can change them all up. You can do different uh, extraction parameters, different temperatures, different grind size, water to ratio, the, the scale underneath. Uh, but uh, they're all going to do slightly different. But mm -hmm. the first two, yes, I think you're right, Reed. They're going to be similar. They're going to be similar, but there is going to be some difference. I mean, uh, I guess I don't want to steal it away, but the Kalita wave. How is that different? Well, I, this is the only one I don't have, actually. Uh, so what did I do? I printed a picture of one. <laughs> and again, and looks, for anyone who's listening, you know, it's okay that you don't have one. No, one no knows the it, difference, see, but. it looks pretty similar to uh, the Hario V60. It's very similar, except with with the heart with the with the V sixty, the lines go down in a spiral towards the bottom center. Yep. Whereas in the the Kalita wave, there are almost ribs, I guess you could call them, that go That's around right. the Take circumference the, of it. Yep. And the bottom's the big difference. The bottom, mm. is, you know, so the three holes in the right. Kalita, whereas this has got just one larger hole uh, in there of for the V sixty. Yeah. And that's what some would say is the big difference. It slows things down. Um, it makes a cleaner cut, some would say. Some would say no, but you can get clean cuts on this as well, but then this is going to let more through. So, so there's an argument between both the, the, the Kalita and the V60 on like the cleanness of cup. and, and yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, both are going to be a medium fine grind, uh, but uh, it's that. It, I should say with the, um, this, uh, sorry, the Kalita, uh, oh. it has a flat bottom. That's right. The Kalita does have that. It has that flat bottom with the three holes in it. Yeah. So that flat bottom means that the water, when you pour the water in over the coffee, it sits there for a longer amount of time. So extraction is going to be a little different in its timing uh, for the Kalita wave. And, and the nice thing about, I mean, we'll talk about the others as well, but the, the nice thing about these two so far is they're fairly inexpensive. The next one to look at is the Chemex. And the Chemex is a little bit different as far as it's 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 all self-contained in a way. <laughs> well, it's yeah, it's true. The Chemex, and I, I've got a sort of a typical Chemex. It's not a typical. Typical Chemex has a, a wood sort of uh, collar here. It goes around here. This is right. Instead, like yours has that glass handle on the handle. back of it. And I, I like that, and I'll tell you why in a moment. But um, but that's the Chemex. And the big thing with the Chemex, it also has a filter, but. I, guess, I think it's called a trifold filter. This one's just a straight folder, a filter. With the Chemex one, you fold it like three different ways and it, well, it, it's quite thick. And I would say that uh, the way I think about it, it's almost like uh, I know if you go to a very fine dining restaurant, you get oftentimes a non cloth napkin. But imagine with me, if you go to a really fancy restaurant yeah. and they give you yeah. a paper. If you ever get a paper napkin at a really fancy restaurant that's very thick, mm -hmm. it's not the yeah. same, but it, it reminds me of that. It's a very yeah. thick yeah. Uh, paper, which I know we talked about in an episode about the Chemex, but that paper, uh, it, it can pull out a lot of the oils in the coffee. Is that accurate? Yeah, and that, you're right. And pulling those oils out, some people like that, some don't so much. So therefore, if you like it, go for a Chemex. If not, try a different style. 
and it's just so, the filter is so thick that it doesn't allow uh, much as much to come through. It's just just the coffee would have been sitting with water rather than the grounds and other things, and the, the the fats in the body. Yeah. Yeah. So so with that Chemex again, you put that filter in that trifold filter. You put your coffee in, and you're also kind of pouring over. Not kind of. You are exactly pouring over <laughs> yeah. the top of that. Yeah. And you're watching for a specific weight and extraction yep. uh, with how much water you add to. And again, that's, that's, right. that's in all these, that's where that scale and timer comes exactly. in. Exactly. And the last two the, that you had to do exactly the same. You had to have a scale, a timer to work out how long. And it's all up to you. But, you know, three and a half minutes, you're going to pour on top of the uh, a Chemex. Uh, it could be four minutes on another one. Um, it all depends how, how finely you've ground the coffees and therefore how quickly the water is going to pass through water's going to go very soggy if it's like sand because it's very thick and it just gets stuck in there if you have rocks in the top of your your port uh, of your pour over here if you rocks in here the water just goes through really quickly right so it doesn't have time to suck out uh flavors that you want uh, in the coffee right we had, we also have an episode that i think we talked about earlier but that extraction and talking about yeah. how grind size and timing makes a big difference in that yeah. You'll we'll never get it right. There's, 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 there's never a perfect cup of coffee. You'll always think, oh, I could do this better. Yes. Yeah. Well, I've got a question for you then. So with, with a lot of these, and uh, there, there's a, there's a, there's a filter aspect to them, right? So all these, these three that we've talked about so far all have a paper filter involved. Yes. Are there alternatives to the paper filter for all three of these? Uh, for all three of these, yes, there is actually um, metal. Obviously, uh, you can get gold ones, stainless steel ones, uh, and uh, and notably, that's going to change your flavor because that paper or not having that paper doing the metal may not take out the oils as much, yeah. or it'll it'll change a little bit of the way of how that that coffee finally comes out into your exactly. cup. Exactly. Even the paper ones, you can get different types of paper ones, obviously thicker and thinner. You can get right. bleached or unbleached, and some say, oh, definitely get unbleached, organic. There's a whole lot of, there's a whole lot of, just the filters there is, is quite a thing. The thing about, because the, they look, this this sort of style looks quite impressive. In fact, I believe... The Chemex the, does have a, a, a yeah, an elegance to it. It does. I believe there's, in the Museum of Modern Art in New York, guess what? They have a Chemex in there. Well, there you go. There you go. And, and and I know for a fact this is something you're excited about. Number one, I think, what are you on? Version three now, but oh. the Abel, Abel cone, right? Which is, is. Uh, basically, it's we're well, not basically, it's exactly, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's a cone that yeah. you put in the top of your Chemex. But what is, ver like, I guess this is maybe getting a little sidetracked, but the, the version three, what, what changed throughout these versions? Well, different things happened. The first version, I believe, at the end here, had a hole, and so the, the coffee and the water would come out of the filter around here as well as the hole. They decided version two, it, it actually had a better taste when the hole was plugged up, so that it slowed the whole extraction process down as the mm. water went through. Version three, and you're right, Ben, I've <laughs> tasted all three, I've tested uh -huh. all three, and version three in a blind test has come out really uh, well for all the staff, I did our, all our staff, and they all said whatever that one is, um, is the one that tastes best. It's good to know that there are alternatives, and I would say you know another benefit potentially is that the it's you don't have to go out and buy filters. Also, there's the sustainability yes. aspect to that, but exactly. there's for pure selfishness, there's the <laughs> there's the aspect of you don't have to remember to go buy filters. It's always <laughs> going to be reusable. Eventually, it's um, less expensive. Oh yeah. 
Yeah. Exactly. And, you know, the, the other side to that may be if you prefer the taste with a paper filter, then that's something to consider. Yeah. I, well, last thing I'm going to say, I know you, you tell me I get excited about these things, but <laughs> it also the nice thing about this one particularly, I don't know, they must have done some cooperation with them, but uh, it fits really nice into the, the Technovorm, which is a, a plugged-in brewing system, one of the best yeah. you can get. But this fits in perfectly for that as well. So you can just take it in and out whether you're going to do unplugged or plugged. Near and dear to my heart is the French press. Oh, yeah, I think I think it just it reminds me of growing up with coffee. It reminds me of I don't know just good times and good coffee. But it is a it's a really simple method, and it, oh. it's similar to a lot of these uh, metal filters. It's built in with the metal filter. There's no disposable pieces. You can make any amount. There's a lot of different sizes of French press, which is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I I know that we both have a full size and then a small size, so it's. <laughs> You know, for making coffee at home, I would say this is a, I guess the Chemex as well, but this is a good method yeah, to make this multiple is very, cups. Very consistent and uh, easy to do. If you're starting out on all this, I'd say this is probably the one you start with, actually, because it's just simple, hard to muck up. Well, and, and, and like we said near the beginning, this one has a little bit of a lenience towards the grind yes. consistency. So yeah. you could conceivably use just a, a you know, off the shelf blade grinder and you'd be, be able to get, I know, sorry, I don't mean to say those, uh, those, those horrible Ooh. words, but I can't, uh, can't believe you, said that. <laughs> you can perceivably do that yes. and get a good, get a really good coffee from that. So what kind of grind are we looking for? Well, this is, of all these methods, this one probably has the courses of, of grinds. So it's not, yeah. not opposite to espresso, which is the finest sand light. This one is quite right. coarse. Um, again, you could do a blade grinder, which is it, but the, having a burr grinder, setting it to very mm. um, coarse is helpful again because those coarser bits are all the same size. Well, there's the a consistency a to yeah. that. So your coffee is you get a good cup of coffee next time it'll probably be good again, and that is the nice thing with 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 a better grinder you can kind of lock in that setting potentially for for what you're looking for. Yeah. Um, By the way, yeah, this well, is when you grew up. You said this wasn't called a French press. I believe I think it was called a plunger. Mm. Just to let you know. I will say, growing up, that that plunging aspect, I do remember. Oh. It's always exciting when when mom and dad say, "Hey, it's time to plunge," and you can push it down. Although. It's a little harder than it looks sometimes. Uh, yeah, if you've, and this is the thing with French press. If you do, we say it, it's very forgiving, but um, if you do a little too fine, you won't be able to push it down. And I, I must admit, I've done this. I pushed it down, and <laughs> the, the glass cracks. The AeroPress. Yeah, you've got one there. Yeah, I've got one here. Um, the disadvantage is really just for one cup, so you can't do it for lots of people. The advantage yeah. is. It's for one cup. Uh, and also, it's so small and light, you can take it camping. It, it, it's, it makes uh, a, a great yeah. thing to just to take it with you in your backpack or whatever. I would say, and we may have mentioned this when we've ever talked about the AeroPress before, it always talks about espresso, uh, makes you a great espresso. Um, <laughs> I'd just like to add one word to that, espresso-like. There's no way there, you're going to get an espresso out of this. No. And and there are qualities like when you think about 
uh, the aspects of it, there's pressure being applied to that, but the pressure that you're applying to that AeroPress is nothing compared to what you know. You're not going to get nine, nine bars of pressure out of this. <laughs> no matter how much you work out, it's not going to happen. It's one of the of all the ones we've mentioned. It's really the only one that has its own competition. They even have it at the SDA, the Specialty Coffee Association, have a, 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 yeah. a French, uh, sorry, the AeroPress competition, and people. Yeah. You can. We were not going to talk about that, but you, that's the normal way you're putting your coffee in here. There's a there's a there's an inverted and a that's what regular. I, was say. I guess you're going to say so, weighted. And you can to use make metal it. or you can use paper, whatever you prefer. But it goes yeah. in. And, but you're right, and that's. Oops, get this around the right way here. Coffee goes in there, water goes in there, and you, as you say, you can invert it on top of your cup like this, so water yeah. doesn't touch it, or you can invert it. it whatever. The nice thing about these, though, with whatever filter you have, there's so many ways you can tweak these. There's, mm. there's recipes out there that you could spend a long time working at, which was your recipe. What's the last one on the docket here? I thought this is this has been around for a long time. Um, mm. You can find these often, although I haven't found one for a while. At a, at a <laughs> I know well. that before we did this episode, you said that you were going to try and find one. Oh, I thought I'd have one within you know, a day, but uh, I'm afraid we haven't found one. But <laughs> this is the Mocha Pot, M-O-K-A. And pot. some others might know it as like cowboy coffee. Would that be correct? Yeah, you could call it a cowboy coffee. Some also call this one espresso as well. Um, but once again, there's there's none of that pressure uh, that mm. you need for espresso and other things you need for espresso. Um, it, it's again espresso like it can you can make a very strong cup of coffee with the mocha, but strong yeah. coffee doesn't equate to espresso. That's different. I again, they're starting there. There's a few I've seen a few new versions of the mocha pot because inconsistency being a bit of a problem. Where the, the water when do you when it comes up do you pull it off the heat or do you let it boil i would say you probably don't but um so there's there's a, a new one out uh, new version of it i don't think it's part of mocha pot but it, it's, it looks exactly the same but mm. it's got pistons and all sorts of things to help with some of that inconsistency but uh it's still not espresso but some people love their mocha pot and again like the french fish you get just one cup or you can get a much larger one so yeah. the question I've got for you, we've gone oh. through kind of the ones that we have here today. If yeah. you had to pick one to work with and live with for the next week, uh, what would you go for? If you had to stick to one method that we've talked about today, I'm looking just at for my, a week. Um, you probably know what I'm going to do here. I think I do. Oh, I know. Just by hearing it. Ah, Chemex with the cone filter. Yep. Yep. That's, yeah. I mean, they're all good. I, I must admit, I, I've never got sick of a French press. And, you know, I know I said it earlier how much I like the French press. That would probably have to be my pick. And another aspect of this as well, especially if you're starting to do this from home, is good coffee. And we do have other episodes on that, oh, obviously, as well. I, but yeah. that's a component of it. Like, you, you're not going to get the same – like, if you get a pour-over from your local coffee shop and then you do one at home – if your local coffee shop is using good coffee, mm -hmm. you're also going to need to use that same quality of coffee. And we have a an episode on how to get coffee from the grocery mm. store, what what to kind of look for. Yeah, but yeah. that's a, that's obviously you know without that we don't have any coffee. But uh, yeah. a, 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 an important aspect of the oh no, that, that's a, that, those opening points we made about a grinder. I just assumed everyone knew get fresh coffee. Don't grind it before yeah. you do this. Do grind yeah. it before you start. But the right. fresh coffee is like I don't know, like having 
gas petrol in your tank if you don't have you that, can have uh you can have a ferrari but without any fuel you're not really going anywhere and you want good fuel because there's bad fuel out there too exactly exactly well that's that's what we have for today's episode obviously there are more methods out there if you end up using something that's different that you haven't heard on the episode we would love to hear what you're using mm-hmm. uh if you disagree let us know we'd be really curious of your thoughts and opinions but Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Bean Stuff, and we look forward to chatting in the next one.